brought to you by me. Yay, it's a car episode. And Toby. I am here. And Trap. Yeah. And I'm here too. Yeah. Yay. Yay. I was waiting right. for Trey to be like, it is white collar and we're white collar. And then he didn't say anything. I'm like, oh my god, he's okay with being Trey on the podcast again? Holy crap. So you called me that on it for like a month. Yeah. Because you're here. Yeah. Hi. Only physically. Well, Not we emotionally it. or spiritually. Or of the Wait, old Republic Unleashed. Believe what I said. Also, you have to go onto Twitter or Facebook and search at Wayward underscore nerds or school for Wayward nerds. And then you'll find us. Class is now in session. Yeah, we do. What are we doing today, Toby? The Force Knights. The Knights of the Force. It's the Force Knights of the Old Republic Unleashed. Wait, two. Really not good One and two. Wow. They cancelled three. Yeah. We're just doing an orgy of Star Wars games today. Uh, Yay, a storgy? Orgy. A storgy. Oh. <laughs> I've never been in an orgy, but I always knew my first would involve Star Wars. Well. <laughs> and on that note. That's gosh, it. We're gonna start. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks for coming on out. This is the school boy with nerds. Do not turn off your headset, we've still got a way to go. So, we're gonna start with Knights of the Old Republic because it came out first, I think, in my notes. Uh, yeah, it I think it was like did. Xbox One. Um, okay. Not the Xbox One, but the first Xbox. Um, it was developed by BioWare and published by LucasArts. It was directed and produced by Casey Hudson and written by Drew. Capsicum. K-A-R-P-Y-S-H-Y-N. Coriander. Yes. It was initially released mid-2003. Um... Uh, I have written it before. Oh, Casey Hudson, who was the director and producer, Mm -hmm. is, um, best known for his work on the Mass Effect series. So. Isn't that real shit? No, it's shit now. Originally, Mass- the first few like games first of Mass Effect three. were groundbreaking, amazing. The current one's the one where everyone's got like funny melty face. Yeah. Everyone go blip. Um, everyone go blip. So the team at Bioware were given the option they could either develop a game to go alongside 
episode two. Mm-hmm. Or develop so prequels. A big yeah, develop a prequels that was going to be set like a thousand years into the future. So Trey, guess what the team decided to do? Four thousand years in the past. You're a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. I'm really confused now. Before means old. Yes. In the past. Yes, yeah, so in the past, not in the future. I thought you. Okay. All right. There and you go. so, um, but that went with a lot of. I think a lot of games do well when they're not just straight up what they're out for. Yeah, like as if it would have worked. The Arkham Asylum games could have just been a shitty Dark Knight game. Yeah, or like we were discussing earlier, we have played the um, Phantom Menace games. Yeah, that's the only Star Wars game I've sort of played today. And did Gordon Cool? Yeah, it is upsetting. Um, so the gameplay time is about sixty hours and focuses on building worlds, spaceships, and things to explore. The story takes place. 4,000 years before the rise of the Galactic Empire. So, get your map heads on. Um, Darth Malak, is, who is a former Jedi, has unleashed his chi- a um, Sith... His chin boy, right? Yes. Alright. He released a Sith Tark Force against the Republic. Um, he basically managed to scatter whatever Jedis were left and leave them really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. The game, so you kind of get like that roll in in the classic Star Wars, like oh the, the big title. scroll yeah yeah through space, and then you wake up aboard a Republic ship, which is under the a Sith's attack over the city of Taurus. The player is then required to fight their way through the ship to make it to an escape pod, where they meet up with Karth Onsei. I'm sorry, I forget a lot of these names. Look, all Star Wars names are gibberish and impossible. Yeah, how come they're all so batshit and then, hey, Luke? Yeah, Luke and Ben. No, his name's Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, they changed his name. No, they just shortened Obi-Wan. Um, so during the escape, the player, like, gets knocked out again and it has these strange visions. Um... They wake up once they get back down to Taurus and they learn it's under martial law by Darth Malak's Martial forces. law is a very skilled martial artist. It always makes me think of Eminem, but that's forest. not his name. What? It always makes me think of Eminem, but that's not his name. No. That's Tekken. Um, <laughs> so we learn that um, Taurus is under martial law because they're looking for a Jedi Knight called... Bastila Sean, who is known because she's able to do this battle meditation that strengthens everyone on the ally side and weakens the enemies during the battle. Do you like? I like to think that while she's doing this meditation, like time kind of pauses and she can see everyone, and she just walks along going, "Not this guy." Yeah. Don't help him. You, you've mentioned her before as a very good character. The, is she double side lightsaber green? Yeah, she is cool. So, um, the player and Karth Onsai go in search of this Jedi Knight, and then eventually, like, the three of them become buddies and decide that they're going to train in the Jedi ways, 
and search the universe for ways to defeat the Empire and bring peace back. Um, and then throughout the, um, like, so there's a bunch of different missions that you do in different places that you go, but throughout that, he keeps getting these visions and learns that he is actually, um, Ravens? Or Raven? Oh, Raven. That yeah. one. Um, and that during an attack, Darth Malak turned on him and, like, destroyed his ship, and that's why he was knocked out and picked up by the Jedi ship, and they just kind of planted these fake memories so that he wouldn't realize who he actually was and, like, turn on them. Yeah, it's the, it's the classic, someone got bopped on a head. Let's, yeah. um, you know, use it to our advantage kind of scenario. But, like, they're kind of hoping that by this stage he's been hanging out with Jedi for long enough that he's like, I don't want to be a Dark Lord, I want to be a good boy. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, don't, don't the Jedi brainwash him? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. They haven't yeah, altered him. It's one of those things where the whole gang you're hearing about this evil Sith, but watch out, he's only the apprentice, and then it's like, oh no, you're his master. Yeah, you're the big boy. got poo brain. Yeah. Um, so, you go through and you keep doing, like, different tasks, and it monitors, like, what your selections are, and how you talk to the people, like, your companions, so Bastila and Onsai. Um, and so that decides kind of whether you're on a light path or a dark path. Mm, it, it very much... This is definitely where the Mass Effect engine came from. Like, the choice wheel. I, I love games with that, though. Even if it doesn't make much of a difference, but if you get to even choose what your character's saying... Even if it doesn't so much affect the plot, it still, yeah. it still makes it more a reliable yeah, like, character, obviously. Yeah. Like in these, more like personally, you're, like you're doing it. Yeah, like in these games, not every choice does make a difference. But if you want to be an asshole to the mean people, you can. Yeah. If you want to be nice to the nice people. You can. In one of the games we're going to review later, they were actually saying like they decided what the character's plot was going to be, and then what a player's like motivation would be. And tried to find a way to like overlap them. Yeah, try and make them around. So that's why, like in um, Unleashed, that's why they didn't like let you straight up pick one way or the other. Yeah. Because they wanted you to like keep that mystery so that you kept engaging with the source, hmm. which I think is pretty smart. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure most people can guess if you go the light side. Um. You know, you manage to defeat it and you become the hero and everyone loves you. And if you go on the dark side, you kill Malak and become the Dark Lord. Yay. It, it's pretty basic, like, mechanics. You've only got one or two options. Yeah. But it is put together very well. Yeah. But I like, like, yeah, there was only two choices, but if games never did that, it would have never expanded, like, let Toby just played Mafia, and that has like several endings. That has plenty of endings. And like so. small change ups to them as well, but like stuff like that would have never happened if you didn't get these Early basic ones attempts first. at it, yeah. And I do like the fact that like um, it wasn't like there were subtle ways that they could show you 
if you were becoming light or dark because the farther you went or the further that you went down the dark side like the paler the skin became your eyes started to and yellow so there was like that really subtle you know telling of what it, was it happening. can get pretty bad but like yeah. at early stages it's barely noticeable and then when you get real far down the track it's like oh fuck he look ugly yeah he goes all Palpatine on you. Yeah, but Palpatine had it happen not because of his dark side connection, it was because he got all fucked up from the Force lightning. Yeah. When Nick Fury stopped him. Yeah. He forced lightning a couple of times. Yeah. He forced lightning in um, Unleashed as well. That's like a main mechanic to paralyze people. Yeah. Um. So as I said, Knights of the Old Republic. Um came out mid-03. It was kind of like June to September, depending on what, like, console and everything. Um, so, literally, as soon as that was released, um, they went to Obsidian Entertainment. Obsidian. Guys who made Fallout, Skyrim, that sort of stuff. Those guys? Ooh. Um because the other guys had moved on to obviously doing um the mass effect series yeah yeah so they didn't have anyone to take over and they told them that they had a year to come out with the sequel oh, which i feel like that's not long no, no. it's way not long um so the new this second game in the series is knights of the old republic the sith boards and we had was, trouble confirming if this even happened as far as the internet goes, it's all Old Republic MMOR. Well, it's yeah, all... the Old Republic, which came out after this. Mm. So the, the thing with these games, it's the old... The Knights of the Old Republic is, is the like, the main story. Mm. And everything it's comes down It's that section of Star Wars, yeah. So that's why we've decided to do two of the Knights of the Old Republic games and two of the Force Unleashed games. Yeah, if you... Because they were standalone arcs that came from Star Wars, but like... If you get into the Old Republic online game, it is way too big. That is too many options, too many stories, too many endings. I I do say definitely take the time to YouTube those, um... Trailers. Yeah, those those trailers. Even just some of the game. Yeah, but those are some of the nicest CG trailers. the most ungaming person we know, and I made her play it once, as soon as she figured out what buttons do what, she wouldn't stop playing it. I cracked the shits for like half an hour because I couldn't do it. And I was like, Trey, I this is shit, I can't I do it, it I have to keep doing it and now she love it. I have to use a mouse and keep like the the bits, yeah. the arrows and the numbers. Hands. And I was like, yeah, how do I do this? But I'm um, doing it now. So the Sith Lords was developed by... Obsidian. Warner Brothers. I don't know. Obsidian. You said it before and I yeah, couldn't remember how to pronounce it. Um, published by Lucas Arts and Aspire, and produced by Chris Parker, and it was released December of 2004. So it's only like 14 months later, 15 months later, like, it's pretty soon. Um, and because it's produced by two different, or developed by two different companies, um, they had a lot of issues because they didn't know what the original game was when they started creating. Oh. Like, 
because it literally came out and like a week later it was like hey can you make a game about that game and they were like "Uh, yeah sure yep got it um so they decided that their game would take place five years after the conclusion of the first game um during the time of the dark wars and would focus mostly on a different set of characters which I'm assuming is because they just they didn't, didn't know the characters, know what the characters yeah. were. Um, and it was basically it basically Dark Knighted because they wanted it like they it ended up being way darker than the original Knights of the Old Republic. Um, it also introduced a new protagonist, the Jedi Exile who was on a mission to reunite the members of the High Council and eliminate the Sith Lords Darth Sion and Darth Nihilus? Nihilus. Nihilus. They spell it really weird. Yeah, with space. (laughs) The Exile's backstory is revealed that Um, the character serves under... I was gonna say, we all recognise Darth Nihilus. What's this fancy mask? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. Mask I recognize everywhere. it though from the cover. I yep. recognize it from like random people I think are from animes that cosplay. Didn't you? Events, have, but not. Didn't you have a note on the two Darth Lords? Um, no, that's forced on this stuff. Okay. I will save that for later. Okay. So it reveals that the character served under Revan during the Mandalorian Wars. For people Mandalorian like Toby who don't know anything, the Mandalorians are the bounty hunters. Yeah, they they've got the snazzy, like, like, cow skull of the symbol. Yeah, well, that's why mm. what Boba Fett and Jango's armor's from is their ancestors. Yeah. But the armor's supposed to be lightsaber-proof, but uh-huh. Jango gets beheaded. Well, yeah, he just wasn't wearing his scarf that day. Yeah. Um, but they, they're kind of they are just straight up bounty hunters they're just helping whoever's paying for them so sometimes they're on the light side sometimes they're on the dark yeah sometimes they like fuck the both of you yeah, yeah it depends who's like who's paying up um that cash money so the exile was ordered to activate a weapon that like during one of the battles and the death and that that happened because of this weapon, um, like, wounded the force because it was so big, and... Yeah, because so many living things would have died. Yeah. Yeah. And so this particular Jedi had to, like, cut his ties off to the force because, like, the pain of it would have ended up killing him. Yeah. So it's kind of like what Luke does in the new movie. He, like, goes and cuts himself off because, like, dealing with it becomes, like, physically tolling. Yeah. Um, and because they cut themselves off from the Force and all of this, the Jedi Council um, orders them to be exiled. Obviously, why they become the Jedi exile. Yeah. Um, but as you, like, play throughout the game, you start, like, building up a Force bond again and um like sapping like force power out of other people that are around which it could be bad it could be good we never know um and like i said before so it actually asks you like which ending you got in the game beforehand 
so that it can like more accurately so it can continue along. to follow yeah yeah which i thought was like that's an interesting mechanic particularly considering that like it didn't follow the same people in that yeah but um like throughout your like journey and trying to like get to the goal at the end you end up running into either a lot of people or like visiting the same planets and that from the first game so it's basically like they built this standalone game and then once they'd had a chance to really interact with knights of the old republic they pulled things and like easter egged it yeah so that it did continue on but without them like just straight ripping a game which i thought was cool it's a good way to do it um So the Sith, um, throughout the game you learn that the Sith think this is the last remaining Jedi, um, because, you know, they were exiled, um, and so, like, the Jedi don't have connection to them or anything, and throughout most of the name you're just called the Jedi Exile, because you can customise your own name, and you can play as either a female or a male, but the default is a female. Yeah. So, like, if you are interested in this and you go on to, like, the Star Wars wiki and that, a lot of them will only follow the gameplay of the female character, just because that's, like, the main one that it wants you to choose. <coughs> um, this game ends with the Exile defeating the Sith Lord, but before the Sith Lord dies, she delivers a vision about the future's, um, like, the future story of this, like, player. Yeah. And you have to decide, like, whether you will finish destroying or go and look for, um, You travel to like unknown areas and start searching for um, Raven because Raven. it assumes that you picked the light side and he got away. Yeah. So. But he ended up dying because in the online game, like, you find like a weird cult that follows him and you have to infiltrate him if you want and you have to like go steal his mask from like a museum, like <laughs> someone's throne room and shit. His mask is pretty cool too. Yeah. It's, it's like real it's basic joke. but awesome. Mm. Like it's not some weird crazy shaped thing that I don't know they came up with like Vader. Mm. It's nice and plain. I think all of this are really like relatively plain when you look at like Vader's and Kylo's and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, Kylo's is not that intense, but with Vader's like there's lots of weird shit going on on that. Like I he's don't got know he's got a little soundboard on his chest. Yes. I think a lot of the designs in these games are very. They look very Star Wars. And I mean, when you're considering that these were coming out in 03 and 04, like, the gameplay isn't as disgusting as most games at that time. It's not the best looking, but there's more to a game than the And that, and the fucking, and the way the story is built, and all the choices you can make. But, like, some games that came out around that time, really, you don't. Then they're not okay to see. Games such as Beyond Good and Evil. 
Yeah. Or Tony Hawk's Underground 1. Oh, I don't rip on Tony Hawk. I feel sorry for Tony Hawk. Enter the Matrix. Because... And Buffy. They made the game before he got pro. So then he was kind of like forced into it. Oh, yeah, this came out at the same time as the Futurama video game. That is oh, a, that's that is an atrocious disappointment. Does anyone have any last comments on Knights of the Old Republic? I, st- I still say, just to get a taste of that universe, just watch the cinematic trailers. Just, just If you want to go any further than that, that's fine, but that is definitely what you have to be doing. Yeah. And be aware, it's kind of hard to Google. Or YouTube. Yeah, you need to just find the franchise first and then click from there. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to Star Wars The Force Unleash. Yes, infamous, the Star Wars game. It was a multimedia project that was developed between LucasArts, Dark Horse Comics, Lego, yeah. Hasbro, and Delray Books. Um... And for this, we're just going to look at the first two games that came out. I think there is only the two, isn't there? Yeah. But, like, I'm yeah, sure there's like offshoots. Yeah, there was... Dark Horse, obviously. Yeah, there's the comic be... universe. There was also a third one that didn't happen. But yeah. there is a lot of proof that it exists. There's and... the Delray books, which are, like, actual chapter books about it. Lego, Hasbro. But that's... And we're just looking at the video games. Yeah, yeah, they don't fuck around with their book Star Wars. Like, there was ones about, like, the Inferno Squad before Battlefront 2 even came out, and then, like, a book about what um, Captain Phasma's been doing. Is there like, any comics about those weird Asian politicians from the first movie? Yes. Fuck yeah. There's what about Max Rebo? Yeah. He's my favourite Star Wars. Is he that blue dude? He's the elephant, yeah. Yeah. Is that the one you just sent me? Yes. Yes. Oh. It talks. Um, now, unlike the Old Republic games, there, there is a lot of development going on here. Yeah, this one takes so, place smack in the middle, too, as opposed to really far away from the universe. Hey, yeah. Well, I can't get into that, but let me, I've got to get through this first. Okay. It was on. developed by LucasArts for the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox. Chrome Studios for PS2, PSP, and Wii, who are an Australian peoples. Yep. Shout out. N Space for the DS, Universal Omo for the iPhone Mobile and Engage, which if you know what Engage is, you were cool like me. You were. Um, and Aspire Meter for computers. It was published by LucasArts, THQ Wireless, and Activision. And it was directed by Hayden Blackmore. Produced by Isa and Stamos and released in late 08. The Force Unleashed project tells the story of Darth Vader's secret apprentice named Starkiller. However, I read somewhere his name that might have been Garen and Starkiller is like Garen Maric or some shit. Yeah. Starkiller's his Sith name. His, his name's not Anakin Vader, Toby. Can we, can we talk about his Sith names? Yes. I, I, yeah, I still remember this. Yeah, it makes me sad. It's fucking funny. I'm, I'm gonna read my full sentence. Okay, set me up. The Star Wars The Force Unleashed Project tells the story of Darth Vader's secret apprentice named Starkiller. However, throughout the series, we learn his birth name is Galen Mera. Garen. Thanks, buddy. Um... So yeah, it's kind of weird though. Before you get into hmm. the funnies, like Star Killer base, 
Oh yeah, Starkiller is just an infamous name because it was originally Luke's, and it's just being kept and used and referenced yeah. in everything. Um, there was a Starkiller character like, um, in Knights of the Old Republic Jonathan too. Jonathan Sunfucker is my favorite Star Wars character. I like that he shot first. Um, so there's like this weird history of George Lucas wandering into game studios and just tanking video games. Um, he destroyed the Star Wars 1313 that everyone really wanted. Um, he broke time and space to make two Darth Maul characters friends and ruined the Darth Maul game. And in Force Unleashed, he demanded that the character would be called Darth Insanius or Darth Icky. They thought he was fucking joking. But <laughs> Until he wasn't joking. How everyone has a problem with this. Uh, but no one seems to know. You remember in episode 2 and 3, um, what's his fucking name? He's a Jedi that goes bad. Qui-Gon Jinn. No, he's already dead. The one who goes bad is Anakin, isn't no, it? No, it's before that. Kai can cut this party out because I gotta even. finish my story. Are you Googling what his name was? Yes. Okay. So no, no, don't start because you're going to cut this bit out. <laughs> I'm going to finish my sentence so then you're going to keep going. Okay. How's it going um, there, Meg? Oh, yeah. We're recording this on St. Patrick's Day. Count Dooku. There you go. Oh, yeah, Dooku. Yeah, he is a Sith Lord. Christopher Lee. Can anyone tell me his Darth name? Um, no, because they cut it out. They only call him Count Dooku because his name is Darth Tyrannus. Tyrannos- Tyrannosaurus Darth. Wait, what? His name is Darth Tyrannus. Isn't he in our game? No. What's he from? He's from episode two and three. And the Hobbit. Count Dooku. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of it. Yeah, but, but they, <laughs> like, that's what Lucas named happened. him, but no one calls him that in the franchise movie was. The thing that made the original trilogy so special is it had the incorporation of like a hundred people all doing their part, all making something around a George Lucas and then because his movie was so successful he had way too much power and he's also a terrible story writer. Yeah, he just kind of knew how to get shit done but not write it. Hmm. Darth Icky, you guys think about that. I reckon Darth Insanius is worse. It sounds the 90s Darth Crazy Man. Yeah. Um, but... Insanius sounds like a mad scientist who would have involved... He'd be involved with, like, Venom or something very 90s. Yeah. Maybe just... He'd be the dude who cloned Spider-Man in the first place. Like, even Darth... Kai, what are you doing? Nothing. Even Palpatine's name is kind of stupid, the Darth Sidious. Yeah. They've just dropped two letters off a word for evil. And Darth Vader is just a different language for father. Yeah, it's just German for and hey did, dad. Didn't they not change it in the German movie? They so fucking just forgot. His name was father the whole time. Yeah. So yeah, it's not like they ever had good names. No, Luke, I'm your father and every German in the cinema goes, yeah. Yeah, you were telling us that the whole time. Yeah. Sky's no, blue. I wonder what they they edited it, and he goes, you killed my father, and he goes, no, Luke, you're my father. Oh, oh no. Goes, oh, shit. Palpatine comes in and goes, I'm the mother. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am Like, really close to the camera, uncle. too. Like, <laughs> I'm your mother. It's, just it's like, super face. close up. It's just, like, the paws on his nose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are we ready to get into Unleashed? I thought we were talking about Unleashed. We are, but I meant like sort of. the actual like plot. 
Hold yeah, yeah, go on, go on to the universe. Okay, so Starkiller is tasked with killing all the remaining Jedi's upon the orders of Palpatine. That bitch. We know because this series is set in between episodes three and four, with the story exploring the aftermath of the Great Jedi Purge and the rise of Vader. And this was the continuity for a, at the like, moment it is. No, it's, it's been retconned now because yeah, of but no, I mean at the moment in the story. At the yeah. time of game's release, it yeah, was legit. During continuity. the game, it all goes to shit. Mm. Yeah, um, the game starts as Vader searching. So, like, the player is actually playing Darth Vader, um, and nice. he's searching for a Jedi named Kento Marek who took refuge on the Wookiee homeworld in hopes of evading the Purge. Um, Vader ends up finding and killing him, but discovers that he had a son, Galen, who was strong with the Force but had not yet been trained in its ways. Um, And then we flash forward to the player becoming Starkiller. He's a secret boy. he's, He's now an adult. And he's been given the mission by Vader to uh, assassinate the remaining Jedi's with the ultimate mission or like goal of assassinating Emperor Palpatine, so that Vader and Starkiller may rule the galaxy together. Oh, Flans. So yeah, like he can't know he's there though, so he's like just somehow trained this fuck his whole life in secret. Yeah. And then he's sending him off to do the shit. He's the Arkham Knight of Star Wars. Yeah. I do like, though, that, like, as I was thinking about this, I, like, have, like, a really, like, set, dark image in my brain of, like, Vader training this kid. And then when you get to, of assassinating him and ruling the galaxy together, is just, like, Vader and holding like, rainbows and shit. Skipping down, like, on the other. It's all, like, a everywhere. But yeah, it's nothing but, like, decapitated Jedis and stuff, and they're just, like, such... Yeah. <laughs> I like it though because, um, like Darth Vader's already tainted with so much hate, but he still hates Palpatine in a way. Yeah. Like he still thinks that he's a piece of shit and, um, like maybe think, you know, things could have been different if he didn't listen to him. Yeah. But he knows it's too late for himself. Yes, no. So I he's also like, like to think that he's just like, kind of bummed like about his whole situation. Let's run away and, like, defeat him. It's. Let's defeat him and still be fucking Sith. Yeah. I like to think, though, that, like... Because if it had been, like, Palpatine or anyone else that found this kid, they'd just kill the kid, too. Yeah. But Darth was like, it's my chance to have a baby again. Yeah, he holds his belly and says that. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, the last part that we see is he loses his entire family. So I'm like, he just found the little family. Yeah. Now he has to keep it a secret. Um, so Starkiller is given tasks. So basically, it's like go and kill this Jedi Master, go and, kill and this then one. come back and I'll give you a new mission. So throughout this, you play like mini training games while you're on the ship, and then you get there, you track down the Jedi Master, you kill them, you go back, and this keeps going on for a while. Until Palpatine finds out. Yeah. And he orders Vader to kill him. So Starkiller gets impaled and hurled into space. Hmm. Fucking. But secret. Like that time I took my dick out at Wendy's. But what? secret. 
Secret. Oh, that wasn't sacred. That was on the news. They, Vader goes out and retrieves him and heals him and, like, pu- pushes him away so that he's safe. Save the baby. Yep. Save the cheerleader, save the world, right? Um, that shows she. <laughs> so, after all of this happens, the player um, develops ties to Rome Cont- Cont- Cota? I don't know what that Good was. Katara planet. What? I don't know. Star Wars names what are like it? way not new, I think. Is it <laughs> no. Ram Kota? What was the sentence? He, he's becoming friends with somebody. So it's a, it's a man. Boy. Yeah, he's a blind man. It's a human. The dude from Rogue One? No. Um, Princess Leia. There's too many blind guys in And space. her father, Bail Organa. Not her real father. Oh, Oh snap! Oh, so Bale is a gentleman. Um, he's a good fella. Yeah. So because he's now hanging out with like all of these good people, he starts to learn the way of the Jedi. Um, um, so he starts to like behave himself. This seems like a good point for me and Meg to bring up our argument. Okay. If you actually read like their codes, the yeah. Jedi are fucking stupid. Yeah, they can't. They can't even bang. Yeah, but their thing, like their lantern, like poem, yeah. is just about like through peace we can all love each other and shit. And like, yeah, that's all good. But the Sith one is like, if I have power, I can break my chains and be whatever I want to be and like do what I want to do. Follow your dreams. Yeah, yeah that's like, essential. It's like. <laughs> It's like a badass yeah, way of just saying, like, just believe in yourself and follow your dreams, do what you want. So it's basically, like, kids of the 70s versus kids of the 90s? Yeah, it's kind of just like you can either believe in yourself or you can just believe in some big gay thing that everybody has to do together. It mm. will never work. Mm. It, it's the whole Charles Xavier thing where it's like, I feel like the good guys aren't really the better of the guys. No. Um... So, yes, even though your playable character, Starkiller, is learning about the Jedi's and how to be a good guy... He's still pretty brutal. He's, he's still got the little the little brain bubble of him and Vader skipping down a rainbow ruling yeah. the galaxy. Um, um, I, I like the little clip of gameplay. He likes to use the Force to just throw around the lightsabers and there's, like, mm. a trooper hiding behind a tree and he just, like, tosses it. And it just spins and slices through the tree and cuts the guy in half. Um. So he's doing good stuff, but oh no, Vader comes and it turns out it was all a lie. Oh no! He wasn't gonna skip in the galaxy rainbow with him. Oh, what a dick! He was just using him to find like Leia and yeah, and all of that. So that he could arrest them and take them back to, um, like, his base. Which yeah. we find that is the Death Star. Getting built. Bum, bum, bum. It's got a bunch of scaffies on it. It's got a bunch of scaffies building it. I thought you said staffies, and I was yeah. like, whoa! Oh, yeah, they <laughs> built the Death Star. There's puppies. There's puppies. Oh, my where? God, the puppies are building the Death Star? No, they're just there as moral support. Oh, oh. that's good. You can have a pet. Pat's <laughs> pat. You're really good. <laughs> I like the puppies. Space Can there be puppies. puppies on the Death Star? 
Someone get George Lucas on the phone. <laughs> um, You've got a proposition for him. <laughs> so Starkiller ends up getting royally pissed off and goes to find Vader so that he can be like, no, you screwed me over, I'm gonna get layered up and we're gonna be friends and fuck you, Vader. Fuck you. Why do you take all my friends away? I like my friends. So if you go the light side, you defeat Emperor Palpatine, but before you kill him, your Jedi Master um, basically says, you know, if you kill him out of hatred, it's only going to make you, like, more of a Dark Lord. Yeah. And but the Jedi kill people constantly? Yeah. Yeah. But um, hate leads to suffering. We all remember. And so... You already said it. Yeah. Um, he He's like, I'll hold him off. You get all the senators and everybody and go and get on the ship and get out of here. And then, so, they get out of there, but um, Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader kill Starkiller. Um, but he's he gonna die anyway, just distracting them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, so, um, Vader and that start, like, freaking out that they've basically just made a model. Whoopsie daisies. And... Leia ends up using Starkiller's family crest as the royal rebellion symbol. Um, I know we're going to get into it, but it's funny because, like, that happens in the light side, they do it to honour you. But if you do the evil side and then do the bonus missions, the people you're fighting have the crest on their helmets. Yeah, it's good. But, um. like, it's a cool little way of saying that's why it happened. Mm. Maybe they do it to... I mean, his dad, who was a Jedi, like, I don't know. It don't matter, it's just cool if you do the light side. Hmm. Um, as I said, you have, like, a little, like, posse of people that go on your missions and help you. And one of them is... Juno Eclipse. It's a bad name. Hmm. It's my favourite name. Um, and you see your Jedi Master and Juno talking. And you find out that Juno was supposed to be... Um, Starkiller's like one spot of brightness throughout his life. Yeah. A skill of rock. That's missing a piece. Oh, that's probably the cats. They probably edited it. Um, and it's kind of important to note that the light side is the way that the novels ended up going. The, it, so it if you play like the first way. game, that's where the novel and the comic keep like following. Because well, it still path. follows the continuity on the light side. It's when you make the dark side decision that it all goes to fucking shit. Yeah. So if you pick the dark side, you kill Vader. The Emperor then offers to let Starkiller take Vader's place as the apprentice. Um, but in order to do this, he must kill his master, the, the Jedi master, not the other one. But instead, Starkiller attacks Palpatine, who crushes Starkiller and the ship that had all but of the senators on. 
and the, or, the that story ends with um, like Palpatine rebuilding. It's, it's essentially how Episode Three ends. It's yeah. funny you say that because strapped to a table. Now he's half robot. He also does the whole like, hey. Strike me down, give in to the darkness. Do it! Yeah, he literally goes, do it! He does it again in the fucking games. Mm. Yeah. So basically, he has no other way to say it. It's always that tone. Yeah. And that speed. Which is kind of It would be funny, though, if that was like. I love that they brought it up. I know it couldn't happen because episode 4 came out like 20 years beforehand. But if you get into episode 4 and you're like, yep, it's gonna be Anakin Skywalker, and he takes his head off in a star killer, and you're like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> I was like, if you didn't play those games and that's like the switch out they made yeah. between three and four, you are fucked. Yeah. Um, and can, let's talk about the Ultimate Sith Edition because this is really fucking cool, I reckon. This um, is really when continuity goes fucking over. Is that? I think that's for the second game. No, that's the first one. Is it, it? It takes place after you've been reanimated as this robot. And... Without talking too much shit, you go to Hoth and you flog the fuck out of Luke so much that he ends up going to the dark side and attacking you with, like, force lightning. Mm, And then he allows the Falcon to escape. And, but yeah, he's, like, given in to the dark side too much and you just go, like, haha, you are my apprentice now. (laughs) Haha, gotcha, bitch. And Um, the DLC in number two is also very cool. Speaking of uh, what is continuity and what isn't, Obviously, that isn't continuity. No. He kills Luke. No, there's like a, hey, you want to do some fun stuff kind of DLCs for this game. It doesn't affect anything. It's like a what if. Yeah, but um, while this game was in continuity for a long time, there is an Easter egg in a guy's. This there's a there's a building you go into and it has like a collection room of all these trophies. I believe that's in this though because you're in the armor. No, it's it's full continuity. The, the part I'm looking at, the dude just had the character skin on that we watched. Um, yeah, but you watched another scene of him entering that building in the armour, but maybe had the skin on yeah. that. So, in LucasArts continuity, someone carbonated Jar Jar Binks. And, until it was bought well, by Disney, that was he, his fate. He was, like, in with the Senate, yeah. and they take over and become the Empire, and it's not like they wouldn't do shit like that to people if they betrayed anyone because I feel like Jar Jar would maybe go what the fuck are we doing here yeah and then they're like come on get him in <laughs> I, just, I like that that was his fate for a, a long time and then what what happens in number two Kyle okay what's your favourite number two so number two was developed by LucasArts for the PS3 and Xbox Aspire Media for the PC and Red Flash Studio for the Wii I, I particularly remember these games on Wii because everyone thought it was great that you could like handle a lightsaber using the controller. Mm, well it's like I remember that being such a like huge thing. It's a fun idea, definitely. I'm pretty sure the Lego Star Wars games used that mechanic as well. Um, it was directed by Julio Torres. Produced by Matthew Philbert and written by Hayden Blackman, who is the guy that directed the first one. Um, and the game was released in October of 2010. Yes, so to uh, to not quite the best reviews. Um, there was a thing that we were reading how 
the creators were given a year after the concept art to get the game completely running start to finish and he said if you we need two years if you give us one year we're going to release a six hour long game and it's only going to get a 60 on metacritic and they said we don't care and it came out and it was a 61 like that is the best oh, so fucking things, call ever things were better than they thought hey we did it yay one one <laughs> um this game takes six months after or takes place six months after the first game and a year before episode four, and just to like put I it in timelines. I mm. guess it's pretty safe to say that it goes off the good ending of the first game. Um, because there's no crazy evil robot star killer. Yes and, and no. Yeah, it's kind of confusing, but so okay. you come into um, you come into the game being told that Vader has created a clone of Starkiller in the hopes that he can make a better apprentice. Oof, that fucked up. I better give that another whirl. Um, but, like, Vader's way of judging if you are a better apprentice or not is to put your love interest from the first game, Juno Eclipse, in front of you. That is, it's like, a droid. Kill it! Get him! Um, Starkiller refuses because he loves her very much. And... He runs away. Yeah, so one mm. escapes, but he has more. Isn't that the plot from the trailer? It's in the trailer. It's in the trailer, but like in the beginning. He doesn't know that. It's a gorgeous trailer too. Same as the Old Republic online ones. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so Starkiller get, gets him the self out of there, and he decides that he needs to find himself, and he needs to find Genoa Clips. Hmm. Hopefully he finds himself first. Um, while this is going on with Starkiller, we find out that Vader has hired Boba Fett to track down <laughs> Juno so that he can use her as bait to like bring clone Starkiller back. Hmm. He goes, you know what always gets Mario to, my, to Bowser's castle? The princess. And Boba's like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? So... You play a star killer and you start reaching out to like your Jedi contacts, for lack of a better way of putting that. Um, he also meets Yoda. He's a little gremlin man. Yep. Um, and basically everyone's like, hey, go find her ship and she'll be on it and then you guys can live happily ever after. And so he rushes to her ship. But oh no! Uh, I like how someone had to say, you know, that place where she lives. Yeah. Try that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but so Boba Fett gets there first and picks her up and takes her off to Camino. Yep. Um, and Starkiller is no, you stole my princess. Now we must wage a war. Damn, my princess is in another castle. It would seem. So. Um, he goes to the Jedi's and he's like, hey, we should, like, attack them. Come and help me. And so they do. And then you get there and you're, like, about to save her. And Vader just pushes Juno out a window. (laughs) (laughs) I love to think, like, you get there and you're like, it's okay, Juno, I'll save you. And Vader just, like, real aggressively pushes her, but she just goes like... Well, like just like flops. Well, like a cardboard cutout. Yeah, she's <laughs> got no fucking mobility. She just falls um, like where she's standing. 
Starkiller gets really, really quite pissed off. But she might be okay. He doesn't know. Well, so he gets really pissed off and he's like, dude, I'm going to chop off your hand. If the player chooses the light side. I like to think he actually says, Vader, I'm going to chop off your hand. And Vader's like, ooh, that's fucking before, dick. It's like a family tradition for them. And chop my legs off too, I wouldn't give a fuck on half robot man. Um, <laughs> Made out of Ikea pots. So if you've been going down the light side path, you lower your blade so that um, Kodo's men can capture Vader because they want to like talk to him and find out, you know, yep. secrets and shit. But um, this, the light side again, it kind of is staying that it doesn't fuck up continuity. Yeah, if it still no, follows, it still so tracks. So Vader just escapes and goes back. Yeah. The Jedi's come in and they're like, dude, she just fell out the window. She's fine. We're gonna like wrap her up in a bandage. You can take her home. Whack a bandaid on that slot. And so he's like, um, yeah, here's Vader. Like, take him. Um, but Vader, um, you know, he's like, I've beaten you because I made the choice like to spare your life. So I did, like, the correct thing. And Vader's like... Yeah, that's literally what he says. Sure. I'm always going to be in control of you. Like, doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, you'll just get Juno again. Um, so Juno and Starkiller travel into hyperspace with a couple of other rebel ships. But unknown to them, huh. Boba Fett has pursued on his spacecraft. What's his and spacecraft left... called, everybody? It's the Dominator. I don't know. It's the one that looks like a shoe that's sideways. What? <laughs> Slave One. Slave One. Um, and like we're left one. with like this unresolved cliffhanger. Because it literally just ends. They take off. Boba Fett goes behind them at the end. Well, they were going to make a third. Yeah, they like made the a whole... third game, but he just accidentally bonked him in the jetpack and he fell in the vagina sand hole and then the game oh, was no. over. It went for a minute. Wow. All right. But if you choose the dark side, Starkiller Again, raises his saber to kill Vader, only to be impaled by a shrouded figure who uncloaks behind him. Um, Kota attacks this figure but gets driven back by the Force and a bunch of them get, like, pushed over the edge so we assume they all die um when the figure removes their cow vader explains that he cloned more than just him Mm. um and that this like final clone that's just killed him is the most perfect yeah, because the Juno he had earlier was a droid. Yeah. Just made to look so pretty sad to say this droid killed it. Mm. Oh, this clone like, killed the droids. He physically ate it. That's the so, upsetting thing. Oh, yeah. nom nom. Yeah, it's made out of like, steel and stuff. It's very upsetting seeing all his gums are bleeding. Wow. Yeah, but he does it. So, Starkiller gets killed by Starkiller and sees Juno's corpse and is sad. It's definitely better to do that dark endings. I reckon they're way better. Um, Especially when we go into the DLC again. Oh god. The clone like the perfect clone yeah, I'm gonna call you, him. You become the evil clone. Is like he kneels down before Vader and Vader's like okay go and kill all of the leaders of the Rebel Alliance. Um, And that's where that ended until they came out with the um 
like expansions in December of 2010, which you could add on to this ending where your perfect clone um, becomes part of the Battle of Endor. So it's from episode six. Yeah. Um, but I wonder how they've managed to get that far without Luke, because you've already offed him. Yeah, the dark side version doesn't have him anymore. No I think yeah. Leia steps up and starts like, yeah, taking over. Yeah, but we aren't up to that yet. Mm. So, there is another or whatever. Um, yeah. There's another, she won't do anything. Starkiller participates in the battle um, in which you kill some he um, attacks Endor, destroying Death Star 2. The Dark Star Killer is sent to eliminate the threat, so he goes and kills the Ewoks and all of the Rebels. So Han Solo and Chewbacca are now dead. Got him. So we have Luke, Chewie, and Hans are dead. Um, eventually, well, and Obi Wan because you kill Obi Wan as well, not Vader. Um, he eventually finds. Is Max Rebo okay? No. Oh, well, no, because I, I, no, you do go to Jabba's palace. I don't think I've, you are I've Max Rebo. Out, like a yeah. lot of the places that you go to. Yeah. Because well, I figure it's really easy to work out, yeah. like, the main light side and the main yeah, well, dark side. Yeah. But how you get to those two endings is the interesting part. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to, like, ruin the game. Mm. By going through, you go to here, and you kill this person, and you go to there, and you meet that person, and you, like, I just... I wanted that to still be Yeah, it's like that whole Sonic the Hedgehog... Nope, Shadow of the Hedgehog video game, how it has, like, 160 possible ways to get to maybe, like, six, seven endings. Yeah, Yeah, so this is the same Mm. gist. And then, yeah, Leia steps out, and after you killed her brother, she trained in the Force, and now she a Jedi. On Hoth. Yes. Hoth. They should have called it Cold. Cold. You fucking bitches. Um, yeah, because it's the Hoth <laughs> DLC where you kill Luke yeah. in the first game. Um, but yeah. you don't actually kill him. You slit his throat he and you say, the I thought they smelled bad on the outside. you apprentice and then the DLC ends. Mm. But I suppose they're saying he's dead the same way their father's dead. Mm. Yeah. Um, he, so the perfect clone star killer kills Leia and Meanwhile, like, while all of this is happening, the Emperor scolds Vader. So Palpatine's like, Vader, you do a bad thing. Can't go on just cloning everybody. No, stop this. You're grounded for a week. He's kind of like, well, the other one was good for a while. How do you know this one may be a good clone, but someone's just going to fucking corrupt him down the track? Yeah, he's just going to see a butterfly or a sunset, and he's just going to be a fucking good boy. Yeah. Um, he also force lightnings Vader a couple of times, and <laughs> during like this entire exchange, he doesn't call him Vader. Call he just goes Skywalker. back to calling him Skywalker. Because he's like, no, you fucked up as a Darth Lord. You don't get a Darth name. Fuck you, Skywalker. Yeah, Annie, you little bitch. Um, <laughs> no, this is pod racing. Yeah, is he fucking zaps his ass? And then the Emperor orders the clone or perfect clone Starkiller to be destroyed. But he orders so, like the captain. It's like saying, oh, like Captain Phasma, go kill a powerful Sith Lord. It's like, yes, I take my gun, but they deflect. Yeah, okay. Good. 
Uh, yeah, bye. it's Captain Sock. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. They sent Captain Sock. Kill. Killy. Something like that. He's got um, that and this DLC ends with Starkiller meditating at Leia's corpse as the Star Destroyer looms in the distance. Yeah. Nice. And I like the fact that he meditates over the corpse because that's what I used to do all the time in Old Republic Online. Yeah. I just um, stand around there and Because every, every time we talk about video games, we barely talk about the actual gameplay because I think we're all people that prefer a good story. Yeah, we're, gameplay. Like, we're not really we're Fortnite PUBG people. We don't just play every COD and Battlefront that comes out online every night and go, this is so much fun. I like the way it's a first-person shooter and it's completely different to the previous but, one. Yeah, like if I had to compare the Force Awaken gameplays to anything, it'd definitely be God of War. Mm. It's just chaos. Um, no fucking defense, no dodging. You just It's attack. just button mash insanity. Yeah. You just destroyed. Going back, like, because I said I didn't want to go too far into, like, the actual gaming of it, but with Knights of the Old Republic, something that Toby and I both found was really cool was that um, you play and use, like, dialogue choices using the D20 system from Wizards of the Coast, the Star Wars role-playing game. Yeah, it's based on the D&D version of Star Wars and the game engine runs like a D&D um, moderator. Yeah, so all the combat um, is turn-based over time of divided intervals and set rounds. So it mont- like that's how it monitors like what you do because you have a set thing and then the reactions go from there and then a set reaction by you again and it goes from there again. Yeah. Um... And that was, like, I think it was one of the first times they used, like, a D&D system to, like, go through how the game was going to end up being played overall. Mm. And it's I think, a good like, system. it ends up being a good system for, like, those multi-choice games. Well. Because, again, like, so they had a set beginning and a set ending, but it's up to you to work out how you're going to get there. Like, and who's going to be on your side by the end of it. Yeah. It's almost like like open world, but through dialogue, not through maps. But that's the thing. Like, it keeps... If you have a game that you know every choice is, I do this, this happens, like, it's a domino, Mm. it becomes boring, whereby putting it into the player's hand that you know this is where you're going to end up, but... It's every decision. Like, it's completely the Batman Telltale games. Yeah. Like, at some point, this character is going to become the Joker. You decide how it happens. Yeah. yeah. I like you got to steer like that, that shit. But I don't reckon anything will ever beat, like, how it developed into... You start here, different endings. Mm. Like, and especially if you know the game is like that, it constantly looms over your mind. Like, I was explaining to Toby the other day, we have decided the Witcher games are pretty cool. 36 different possible endings in The Witcher 3. But it just means that you can play it, like... There's way more replay value to it as well. There's that many possible endings because you've got the main story, you've got your relationships, and then every major side mission can change the ending. It just depends on if you do them. Yeah. 
So, uh, anyone got any further comments on Star Wars games? Look, it's Star very. Battlefront Two is good. Everyone, stop being a fuckhead. Um, we're, we're I agree. Just for um, inspiration, we've got Knights of the Old Republic running on mute in the background, just as a gameplay video, and it's a fucking eyebrow simulator, huh? Look at them all go. Huh. Yep. Yeah. I think the lowest <laughs> point in Star Wars video games is not the graphics of this game. It is in the original Battlefront games. Mm. There was a mode called Kill the Natives. Wow. Yeah. Like, where one team is like soldiers and the other team will be like whatever the fuck alien Jar Jar is or Wampers. And who are you the fuck sat in like LucasArts office and said how about we come up with this like unique battle like mode and someone said yeah we can name it something real offensive yeah and everyone cheered yay offensive I have a thing like at the moment though games and that that were made in different or like even shows and movies and that that were made in different time periods you need to understand that that wasn't something that they were thinking about when they made it. Like, I, I don't know, because this of, game's not like 20 years old. Like, I'll just say 10 years just to round off. I still feel like 10 years ago, you shouldn't be saying kill the natives. No. Especially and, an American company. Yeah, and I definitely agree with that. Be saying it. But, like, you know, I just. It's something like, that I've it, noticed. It could have just been called Army versus Natives. Yeah. Not Even murder the people who live here. It's called Capture the Flag, fuck it. Yeah. It's fine. All game modes can be called that. Alien vs. Gun. Alien vs. Predators. Did you have anything yeah. else to say, Jackie? Uh Both games are better than Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace on PlayStation 1. Yeah, there's been some Special really bonus includes Star Wars Duel of Fates music video. That's yeah. a good song, but Everyone <laughs> look up the band Galactic Empire. Oh, yeah, they're fun. Good costumes and that. That's, that's all our plan. Max Rebo is my favourite Star Wars boy. I thought you liked Jonathan Starfire. No, no, he's good, but I'm more of a Sun, Dash Sun Rendar Sun guy. Sunfucker. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, can you name for me one thing that the Jedis and the Empire use in their battles? Shoes. The lots of them. Thank you, Trey, for not giving me a <laughs> Robes. Robes. So. Homosexual insults thrown at the other party. <laughs> Lightsabers come in many different shapes, models, and styles and colors. And I want you to all talk about your personal lightsaber creation. What we think it would be, because I, I'm not an expert, but I do believe the crystals colours based on your meditation. So you can't just say, like, I want a red one, but on the inside I'm a fucking fluffy bunny. <laughs> oh, I, I was mean, definitely going to say I was a fluffy bunny. bunny. But, but we're just saying what one we like. I like the one I have in the game. The one in the game. know exactly what that you, means. You can't just... Yeah, I wasn't going to Yeah, like we, we all play Knights of the Old Republic with Spicy Meg. Yeah, isn't it Spicy Meg and what are you? What's your... What's I don't your know because I've had like six but they're all similar. They're all like Juicy Diddles and stuff. 
I think I'm Mr. more Diddles. Mr. Diddles. You were Juicy Beans for a while too, I remember that. That was my biggest save. Yeah. Okay, so mine in that game is it's a double-sided lightsaber and it's red and it has um, purple force light. Yeah, she has force lightning goes on it. Nice. And I run like I'm ready all the time. <laughs> I'm always ready. That's what I'm always doing around the house. Yeah. I don't know, because all the colour... Like, they all look so cool just because they're like a big fucking light. But yeah, fluorescent light bulbs are great. The ones with the black core are definitely the most pretty. Yeah, mm. they look really cool. But I, I don't know, I think I'd be stoked with just a red. Because mm. you could, like, cook shit. There's a brown Yoda on the TV screen that keeps blinking, but his eyes are unsynchronized and it's fucking me up. What lightsaber do you have, Toby? Um, I like the curved hilt one. I can't remember who oh, it was. Oh, it was the chick with no hair. Yeah, it's a cool one. I like I like that stick, and I like the purple blades. There's yeah. not enough of them. We need, I think we need Kylo's more. cops a lot of hate because it's fucking cool. You yeah, like Dooku's is cool. Yeah, I like Dooku's, but with uh, bold girls. Hilts, apparently. No, no, no. Dooku had a curved one as well. It wasn't. Dooku has one. Various Ophi has one. Oppo Ransassus has one. Oh, obviously. Acid Diventus. Oh, he's my favourite. And they usually come in red. Nah, not mine, baby. I'm just usually that's the colour there. Can you get tie dye ones that are like a different colour halfway down the blade? If you will. So it looks like a lifesaver icicle. Whatever you reckon. I don't want one. I just want. What about you, Kaya? Um, I I like the purple one. Purple is pretty. However, I know that that's not a traditional color. It's grape flavored because it's a somewhat like the story of why it's not a traditional color. Yeah, it's because that he wanted a different one to everybody else. I I love that they okayed that, and then like every video game ever, if you want a purple, you can have it. Yeah. Well, so. He originally wanted the purple one so that he could, because he knew he was only supposed to be in one of the crowd scenes in the movie. Mm. So he asked for a purple lightsaber so that he could pick where he was in the crowd. Mm. And I'm like, that's a pretty good, like, yeah. Um, and I like the double-bladed spinning lightsaber hilt From because it's like a shield. Cartoon. Yeah, that thing's funny. The Inquisitor. The Inquisitor? That's not even a name. That is like a name of a type of Sith. But it's a nice little purple That's like shield. if every yeah, time fucking Obi-Wan is in a movie, they're just like, oh, Jedi Knight. Hello. I don't know, but I think it's, I think it's cool. But yeah, Kylo's cops so much hate because I'm sure they don't work like a sword, but if you think of a sword fight, mm. you hit them against each other, it can slide and chop off all your fingers, and that's yeah. why all swords have a fucking bit on the hilt. Is so why wouldn't Kylo? Like, I like one, Kylo's. It's there Especially in the movies. Like, they even show you why it's there and people still hated it. Now, is the lightsaber a real Finn. thing? Like, he hits it against Finn and then stabs him with the little bit. Yeah, like got him good. Yeah, I don't know if it is. I think I, it is. I see an axe sometimes on Facebook, and I'm like, that is pretty dope. In the old Republic type thing, like old continuity, fucking everything is a thing. It is huge. I feel like people imagine Star Wars as a different thing to what it is. Like, yeah, because you go back and watch it, and there's a lot sense. of politics in it. But if you think about it, like, 
Um, particularly when you guys went back and did your cartoon rewatch, like you create such nostalgia for something, and then you don't go and view it for like 10, 20 years, and you build up in your brain, like you what just remember the bits that you loved, and then something like brings it back up, and you're like, oh, that's not what I think it should be. Mm. Like how every two years I go, oh man, remember how cool Corpse Ride was? And I'll put it on, I'll be like, ah, musical. <laughs> what is this? I honestly feel like I forget it has songs happens. every two years and I go back and watch it every two years and get mad. Oh, no. I honestly think that that's what happens when it comes to like Star Wars. Star Wars Pe- People uh... like remember like a highlights reel and then get angry when it's not the highlight reel that they remember. Yeah, you go back and it's two Korean aliens arguing about trade federacy. Yeah, but people don't realise it's called fucking Star Wars. Like, the movies are about war. Yeah. Politics are part of war. Yeah. I like the bit where he's mad about sand. He kind of rides like a big fat horse with his missus. I like the part where everyone's like, oh, Rogue One is the first movie to actually depict war. It's like, you're a fucking... It's in the title. What about the big war they have in every movie? Yeah. Star Wars fans are like the they're very toxic. They they hate the movies more than anybody. Yeah. You want toxic fan base? Look at anyone who likes Deathstroke. <laughs> We're bringing up him again. That fucking bag of turd. Mm-hmm. Can we go back to where you try and get a Batman Forever reference? I already did it. Episode? Like I did the Star. I know, but I'm I'm sick of the Deathstroke references. Let's just go oh, back to well, somewhere. A bit everyone is excited for the Shazam movie. He's probably excited for the scene where Billy Batson's sister Mary Marvel has the shit oh, sucked man. out of her ass from the Phoenix <laughs> Demon. What was that? Countdown or Fifty Two? It was Countdown to Final Crisis. This is not very good. A monster made out of, or a demon made out of, babies threatens to suck the shit out of Billy Batson's sister's ass. Mm. That is his threat. I will kill you and suck the shit out of your ass. All right. Well, (laughs) that's why I'm banned from my attempt. And have the shit sucked out of your ass. You can head over to iTunes or Podbean and rate and review us. Also, you should subscribe so that you can hear us talk about more disgusting and disturbing things. I'm very excited for next week's episode, you guys. Oh, no. Toby, what is next week's episode? We're going to get on the plane. We're going to go to Spooky Island and we're going to just fap ourselves wacky. over the Neil Monoberis. Yeah, about the 2002... Yep, two. The 2002 Opus. Yep. The fucking Shawshank Redemption of film Scooby-Doo. Finally bringing it in. Yeah, we've only referenced it every episode this year. Uh, And then Cars are going to play some gentle, um, what band is it? Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Got a 3 out of 10 on IMDb, baby. Before we head there, make sure that you head over to Twitter and you search at wayward underscore nerds. Or you go onto the Facebook and search school for wayward nerds. I've never actually seen our Twitter page, so, uh... Get on the Facebook and tell me how it is. It's on Blue Shield. We've got some stuff in there. It says our name. Dreams come true. Fun. Just in case you were wondering. And for now, that has been the episode. Yeah, get a tattoo of an ass on your ass. Fuck you. Get it out. Bye.